Welcome to Tiff's Logic on TalkZone, the show where we speak about the sexes and the issues we all come across in everyday life. Now, here's your host, Tiffany Little. Hey guys, it's Thursday. Welcome to another edition of Tiff's Logic. I'm your host, Tiff. And I have a very special guest today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the whole co-host thing. I, I've done it once before and I had such a good time that I decided to do it again. Plus, it's a good friend of mine visiting from, uh, England. And her name is? Hannah. So, so that's fun. We, we have her today and, and we're gonna have a really good time. And so for those of you that don't have the number to call in to speak to Tiff or Hannah, it's one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight, and you can always email us at it's tifflittle at gmail dot com. So today's topic, we've gotten um, a couple of responses on and emails and common relationship mistakes. Now. We all make mistakes in relationships and we will all continuously make mistakes in relationships. Probably I think that's fair to say, but I think it's also good that we can take a step back and look at them and point it out and try to help each other get through those mistakes or how not to make the mistakes. So, so we're just going to talk about that today and we want to hear from everyone. So anyone who has any advice or any questions, please feel free to, to hit us up. So, uh, Hannah, I want to know from you what you think the most common relationship mistake is. Um, definitely taking your partner for granted. Um, sort of not really listening or realizing they're around almost sort of just accepting what they're doing is standard and sort of, well, I think it's expecting anything and sort of assuming that's normal. I I like sort of making sure that they know that you're listening to them, make sure that they are always appreciated. Yeah. So taking your partner for granted. And so when you say taking your partner for granted, uh, what do you mean exactly? Do you mean just, you know, how we neglect the normal day to day? How was your day? How are you today? Or in general, you know, missing anniversaries or what, what kind of stuff do you mean? I mean, the major things, the anniversaries for sure. I mean, if you're missing them, just that's it. It's over, isn't it really? But no, it's the little things that count. It's the coming in and taking a second to sit down and actually ask, ask your partner what's happened, what's going on with the day and not just asking and cracking on with making your dinner or getting a drink, but actually asking, focusing on them and listening to them. And then, you know, if they happen to do a nice thing, like actually stop at the grocery store and pick up just anything for you that you haven't asked, it shouldn't be something that you you sort of you assume yes they should have done that it should be always sort of thanked and you should be grateful for them doing that you know because I'm sure that you're doing it for them too or at least you should be doing it for them too you know occasionally if you're at the grocery store think of them and think pick up their favorite drink or something just it's those little things and just yeah and then making sure that when they do it for you you're appreciating it and noticing it and I think it's um 
I think it's really important to acknowledge them and when they're doing those things for you, um, saying thanks and, and saying thank you. And the thing is, it shouldn't be a chore, though. It shouldn't be, oh, you know, I'm here at the store. Let me figure out something to get her just so I can pretend I was thinking yeah. of her. Oh, yeah, you sure. know, uh, hopefully it comes a little natural and hopefully you you it just you know, you're walking down the aisle and you see something that reminds you of your significant other and, and you pick it up. And, and and that's what makes it fun for both. You know, it's fun because you are thinking of them and you get to give them something or, or, or do something sweet for them. And then it's fun because your partner appreciates it. Yeah. Um, have you, I have a question for you. Have you ever been in a relationship where you felt like you were taken for granted? Oh, for sure. Um, long relationship and by the end it was sort of so it was I was sort of I was just there in the background uh would wash up do the cleaning do the laundry I think unfortunately a lot of women end up finding not to be sexist but a lot of women end up finding that they're doing those chores and it was expected you know they would go to their dresser and their clean clothes would be there and it wasn't ever thanked or noticed and it certainly wasn't ever reciprocated and I, I agree with you not to be sexist, but I do feel like um, the women the women take on that role a lot of times, you know, and and sometimes a lot of times it's a thankless job. And when the men do it, I'm sure I'm sure that when the roles are reversed, it's the same, you know, it's it's thankless. Um, just sort of anything that they do around the house, just you, you know, anyone expecting that the man should be putting up the bookshelves or cleaning out the garage or again, very, very sort of sexist jobs right there. But sort of again, it's just sort of expected that they should be getting on and doing with jobs. And we all have chores. We all have job lists that, yes, should be divided up around the house, but it shouldn't be expected that it's being done. And yeah. Well, and that's that's the problem when things become a chore and nobody wants to do them. You know, and, and that takes, that takes away from a lot of things. Um, we actually have a caller. Frank, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Hi, Frank. Thanks for calling in. Well, what I called about is Hannah sounds kind of hot. <laughs> well, thank you, Frank. <laughs> she is. She is. And that accent gets us all. Oh, I know. Are you still there? I am. Frank, so what you got going on for us? Um, I, um, remember I called in a month or so ago, and before I hung up, I said the secret to the relationship were I cook, you wash, you cook, I wash. And so that's kind of like, uh, the everything's it's kind of like a shared thing you know and, and then it's just a figure of speech you, you you know nobody's expected to cook all the time but nobody's also expected to clean the house all the time nobody's expected to do anything all the time and it's reciprocal you know i cook you wash you cook i wash you know and it's it's more of a sharing of of the duties of uh and and what you do on a day-to-day basis on in a relationship and it is hard to continue on and everybody shows respect i know that i've proven it many times and and i think that we are in a hundred percent agreeance with 
that statement. I think the problem is that um, ideally that's great, you know, and in the grand scheme of things, we would all like that to be the situation. But a lot of times that doesn't work. It doesn't work like that, you know, uh, and people just don't share things that way. And, you know, and Frank, have you ever been in a relationship where, Things weren't shared, and all the work fell on one or the other. No, because I've always chipped in on everything. I mean, I I love to cook, you know, and uh, I don't mind washing dishes as long as somebody else is cooking. I mean, that's just part of the thing. But I think in in relationships, you just kind of I don't think it's intentional. I think you just wind up taking the other person for for granted and you don't realize you're doing it and by the time that either you realize or there's 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 things starting to show that you've done that it's really too too late uh at that point in time right and i mean i do agree with everything and i I like I said before. Ideally, I think that would be fantastic. Everybody sharing the the tasks and and you know splitting the chores or splitting the work. I have another question. Um, when you are out, do you ever think of little things, your significant other, little things that would make her them smile and pick them up for them? Um. Yeah, at the beginning of the relationship. But after it goes on for quite some time, uh, like other people, I wind up not thinking about that. And I, you know, and you should. And it really is. I think flowers are the stupidest thing in the world. You know, flowers to me are for funerals. But, uh, and if I had a funeral, I wouldn't want anybody even sending me flowers. But, um, I think the thing with the, yeah, I think the thing with the flowers is um, it's it's the sign that you were thinking of them, and that's that they. You may think they look ridiculous, you may think they smell horrific, but you were at that moment thinking of them, and that's the sign that you're trying to show them. Obviously, if you pick up their favorite flower, then you're really thinking of them, or you've done something wrong. <laughs> exactly. I know now. I mean, you know. After- <laughs> And Julie, flowers are pretty, Frank. Julie, Julie's the same way because I buy raw gold when I buy gold. And when I go into a jewelry store and I look at a ring, I know how much gold's in there. And it's almost nothing. And uh, But I've learned that it's the thought that counts. That counts. Yeah. You guys said that almost at the exact same time. It's absolutely the thought that counts. And, Frank, I don't care how long you've been in your relationship. Pick her up some flowers. Or if she doesn't like flowers, pick her up something she likes. Um, that kind of thing can take you a long ways, you know. Hopefully it's yeah. not too 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 long since you've done it. And, you know, I think word of advice, definitely always try to do something special for, for your significant other. I mean, it keeps everyone happy, you know, and lets them know well, you're thinking of them. Yeah, you're right. You know, but it, it's human nature that you human nature just gets lazy and it's programs like just logic that hopefully the conversation we'll have we're having right now it'll dawn on some people that hey well maybe i'm not paying as much attention as i should 
maybe I'll pick up some flowers tomorrow. And you're absolutely right. So hopefully we can help people and get them to where they need to be in their relationship and or anything we can do for anyone to, to keep everyone happy and, and advice is always awesome. So thank you so much for calling in, Frank. I, we appreciate it. And thank you for listening. Thank you girls. See you later. Bye. Bye. Okay. So we are going to take a short commercial break. And when we come back, we have a couple of emails, some callers, and we want to talk. We want to hear what, well, common mistakes in relationships are. Welcome back to Tiff's Logic on TalkZone.com. Here's Tiffany Little. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Welcome back. Uh, again, the number for those of you that do not have it is 1-888-463-6748. And you can always email us at itstifflittle at gmail.com. And so today our topic is common relationship mistakes. And we have a very fancy, world-renowned co-host with us today. Her name is Hannah. And so we also have a caller. And caller, Bill, are you there? Yes, yes, I'm here. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling in, Bill. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you ladies today? I'm good, thank you. So do you have any advice or questions for us, Bill? Well, I would just say um, one common mistake that I actually made with uh, relationships is uh, being a little too focused in the career or working too much and uh makes the um significant other feel underappreciated or less loved. Oh for I sure, that's that a very common one. Yeah. So do you have any sort of how did you go about changing it or would you is there anything you would do differently at this point now? Looking back, I mean hindsight's a wonderful thing, but is there anything you would have done other than obviously focus on the career? <laughs> well, um, looking back in retrospect, uh, try to take some more time off and um, definitely listen because um, anyone, uh, no one wants to feel neglected or unappreciated. So when you get that sort of talk or even um, warning, so to speak, that you're working too much and not focusing so much, uh, Take a vacation. Take a week, two weeks, and, you know, spend more time and, hey, send that email or text message or Facebook message, whatever you're into, for communication and just uh, make those, um, <clears throat> make that significant other feel more appreciated and, you know, less on the neglectful side. Otherwise, uh, you know, the significant other will find a, replacement or a way to feel that emptiness, if that makes sense. Oh, for sure. I think you're quite right there. You know, we all have busy careers, especially in, you know, it varies throughout time. And if you know that you're having a busy career moment, then yeah, take a week, take a, take a couple of weeks for vacation. I think the other thing, you know, what you said, the sort of calls and emails and messages to each other instead of texting each other, 
call during that time, pick up the phone. If you've got two seconds, phone her during that, oh, phone him during that time. Um, make those moments that you are together during the busy periods count. You know, you sort of, if you are coming home at 10 p.m., actually make sure that you are talking to her and not just passing out on the couch. Um, so yeah, make the moments count definitely, but very, very good mistake there. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so Bill, if I can, if I can ask a question moving forward, what would you do now to make sure aside from, you know, the vacation, say you don't have any vacation time, but you know, you, you have to work and you still are very focused on your career. What are some little things? Can you give us some tips for some little things that you could possibly do to, you know, spend that extra time or show that emotion and things like that? Well, um, what I've done and doing now is um, I would uh, send flowers to her job and um, and or lunch. <laughs> um, it's the little things in my experience that, you know, um, kind of show the significant other that, you know, I still care. Even though I'm busy, I still love you. Absolutely. So, in in that sense, yeah, it's it's the little things. I do as much as I you know can. I you know telephone calls, text messages, send flowers, lunches. Um, the time I have off, you know, we'll you know go to a dinner or walk in the park, things like that. And I love everything you said and suggested and talked about. I think those are all such cute ideas. And I think, like you said, the little things. And, I mean, it's so simple and so easy a lot of times just to show someone, you know, that when you're when you're slam busy and, you know, you just that that even that call, like Hannah said, hey, I'm thinking of you or, you know, things like that. They really, really go far and really, really touch people. And I think that that's awesome. And we should all try to keep that keep that in mind when life gets ahead of us and we're so busy and, you know, we have significant others. And, and I think that's important. And. It was a really, Absolutely. really good, good point. And Bill, thank you so much for calling in and, and sharing with us because that's, that's a great, great point. Great issue. Of course. Of course. Like, thank you so much, Tiffany. You do an excellent job. I listen to you every week. Thank you. Thank you so much. And feel free to give us a call anytime. So, um, really good topics so far. I, I, I'm really, really enjoying our feedback that we got going on. Hannah is awesome. So <laughs> I have an email that I would like to read. And this one is says, hey, Tiff, my name is Sarah. I always seem to find something wrong with my partner. Why am I always looking for something to complain about? Uh, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, we are all complainers at, you know, a lot of, I mean, we could all, we could pick anything and complain about it if we wanted to. Um, I think the fact that you are always complaining is a problem. And my first question honestly would say, I would say or ask, 
do you do you like your partner? <laughs> you know, do you like them? Because I think that complaining all the time will definitely push them away. I mean, it would push me away. You know, if you were miserable and complained all the time, I I and we were in a relationship, I don't think that I would want to stick around for that. Um that sort of behavior. So I think my first question to you would be like Honestly, do you like your partner? Hannah, what do you think when um, somebody's always, Sarah's always complaining about her significant other and she feels like she's looking for things to complain about? I think, yeah, what you said is valid. It's if you aren't looking at the good side of them and you're picking up on all the little minor issues that aggravate and niggle the sort of the, the anger and the, I think, yeah, the, You've got to start looking more at either if you've got to basically question, first of all, do you want to be in that relationship? I think um, if you need to sit down and seriously question yourself, because if you do, then you need to look at his good side, his good. You know, everyone has bad sides. Everyone has bad days. Everyone has flaws. You know, we are imperfect. Um, so it's a case of you kind of have to look past them or like love him despite that. And yeah, you really, if you want that relationship to work, you need to start looking at the good thing he's doing for you or the good things he does or just the reason you fell for him in the first place. Um, and if you're doing all of this because you're trying to find a way to break the relationship up, trying to annoy him so much that he uh, eventually does break the relationship up, uh, you know, be fair on both of yourselves and sit down with him and have a frank conversation. Definitely. And I think that's that's great advice, too. It's almost like, do you, you know, do you want to be in that relationship? If if not, maybe you should just say that, you know. Um, so I guess evaluate, evaluate what you got going on, Sarah. And is this something you want to be in? And if so, like Hannah said, try to look at some of the good things. And, and if not, maybe just go ahead and have that conversation to part ways and you know because it, it it's not fun when you're looking for things to complain about or your significant other other is you're always complaining about him to him like it's just it's not fun for any of us so good luck with that and keep us posted we are going to take a short break and be right back now more of tips logic on talk zone with tiffany little hey welcome back so uh, we are talking about common relationship mistakes. And for those of you that need the number, 1-888-463-6748. Or you can email us at itstifflittle at gmail.com. And we have an email. And this is from Steve. And he says, hey, Tiff, my name is Steve. I have a real issue with taking my partner serious. I honestly believe she is being serious. I just think I'm at a place in my life where I want to have fun and be a little more relaxed. What do you think? Hmm. Okay. A couple of issues I see with that situation. You guys aren't at, you're not in the same place. You know, you're, you're not in the same place. She, she is on a different level and you are more chilled and laid back. So I'm not sure that this is the right situation for you. Uh, what do you think, Hannah? I completely agree. Um, yeah, reading the email is just sort of, 
you're clearly in different places. Um, either you need to assess, is she someone that you love? Is she someone that you want to spend your life with? In which case you need to assess where you are. Um, if you genuinely are wanting to be more relaxed and wanting to have more fun, and she, I read that as she wants to settle down. I hate to say it. Uh, you probably need to sort of reassess where you are. Um, again, figure out whether you want to be in that relationship or not, to be honest. Um, I think one question I have for Tiff here, because we haven't actually asked her yet, um, is, yeah, wh- what do you think is the most common relationship? Or what is one mistake that you think you have actually made in relationship before? Hmm. Um, I think I, 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 maybe the fact that I'm constantly questioning, I mean, and I don't say constantly, but I have been involved in a relationship where I question my relationship a lot, um, I, and I think that's, I think that's no good. I, I think that's a mistake and I think that I shouldn't be constantly questioning the relationship. And I have found that sometimes in, in the past that I, that I have been in that situation. Have you done that before, Hannah, where you, you were in a relationship and you just, you questioned a lot of things? I think my issue is I didn't question enough, to be honest. I was too head over heels and too kind of clouded. I think you can go one way or the other, unfortunately. But yeah, definitely something I've seen my friends do and sort of every move they make. Um, I mean, one uh, ex-boyfriends have done it. Sort of a lot of girls I know, myself included, prefer having male friends guys don't be jealous just because we enjoy the company of men doesn't mean that we actually sort of want to sleep with all of them um but it's it's you've you've got to stop the questioning each other constantly but i think make sure that you keep yeah i think you need to still when you stop questioning completely you clearly aren't actually interested in each other so you do have to have some interest, but yes, too many questions, definitely a fault I see quite frequently. Yeah, and so I think that might be one of the mistakes that I have made. And I mean, looking back at it now, I was just kind of like, why, why, I, you know, I was young, maybe, maybe that's why, or, you know, and, and maybe, the age had something to do with some of the things that I was questioning. And, uh, I mean, I can't explain it and I don't really know. And there was no real reason why I was doing it. I think it was just something that, you know, was in my mind and, and things like that. I think another really common mistake is, um, lack of trust. You know, when you don't trust your partner, um, it really, really throws a loop for, for things. And I think that's a huge mistake that a lot of people make, just not trusting their partner. Um, what, do, what do you think about that, Hannah? Uh, the trusting your partner, I think it's all to do with insecurities. Um, unfortunately, we do live lives where sometimes we enter a relationship with previous baggage still hanging around and, 
you end up with certain insecurities in there. Unfortunately, it is very normal to take them into the next relationship. And it is very common for those that that to be the reason that we end up questioning and yeah, eventually end up unfortunately causing problems within the relationship. So just because it happened in the past relationship doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to happen in this one. Just trust the person that you love, I think, is the main thing. Uh, I think we have a caller holding. Uh, I think he's a good friend now to, to, the, to the show. Hi, Joe. Hi there. How are you? Good, thank you. Wow, lady, you, you, Tiffany, are you, like, international now? You have friends coming down from England? I mean, what's next? I mean, you're going to go on a safari next and, and, and take us there? This is unbelievable. I can't believe how well the show has grown for you. Joe, what you got for us today? <laughs> oh, my God. You must have been out of the loop. I got a lot for you today. So you're talking about common mistakes in a relationship, and it's and it's pretty interesting because... You know, you, I'm hearing a lot of things of, you know, it's the little things that matter. You know, sometimes it's the big things that matter too. And, and I think that that goes neglected. You hear the, you, I'm hearing a lot of cliches today. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm just pointing out, just being devil's advocate here. You know, we've had a couple of guys that have uh, called up today and are talking about sending girls flowers. Everyone sends girls flowers. Do something original. Do something different. You know, and, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but, you know, I'm, I don't know. Name a name a star after your girl. Do 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 something else. I mean, every single guy sends a girl's flowers when they want to apologize, when they want to do something nice. It's always the same thing. I kind of think being original and showing that you have some originality to you almost authenticate authenticates, excuse me, the relationship, and it shows more sincerity. And I mean, you could put five minutes into it, and it would mean so much more to the person, to your significant other, when you put a little bit of thought behind it. So I, I wanted to get that out there because, to me, you know, when I hear these like these generic an- answers, like I'm kind of cringing here a little bit because I think that there's there's so much more that you can do to make that other person feel appreciated. And I think you kind of avoid making those mistakes when the other person knows that. When they, when, when they see that, when you're the other person's cheerleader, the, the little mistakes, the arguing, the nagging, that, that stuff kind of goes away a little bit. And I don't know how you feel about that, but, you know, to me, you know, that's one of the things that I've always tried to do, you know, whether I was in a, a relationship or seeing someone or, or, or someone that I cared about, you know, I, I always want that to be the, you know, to, to be the case so they know that they have a, they have a special place for me. So in response to that, what would you say, therefore, that you have done as a mistake if you're so good at the uh, the big things I, that I make the change? So no, hold on, hold on. I know you've been. I, I know that you got on uh, Tiffany's show today. I'm not saying I'm I'm perfect, but um, you know, mistakes that I've made. You know, I, I've made a lot of mistakes. I, I've made a I've made a ton of them actually. Um, I've made mistakes in, in not listening to what people have said to me, what, what girls have said to me, and, and, and ignoring it and, and, and thinking that I knew what was best. And, and I think a lot of times when, you know, when we want to get through to the other person, you know, you know the, the other person in that relationship is going to drop hints to you or they're going to tell you in a different way. And sometimes when you want to hear one thing and something else comes out, uh, you, you, you kind of tell yourself that it's, the thing that you want to hear. So, and I, and I think that that can cause friction in a relationship. So I, I think my, the biggest mistake that I've made 
is I don't, I don't pay too much attention, but um, I, I always want the outcome to be the outcome that I desire, not the outcome that could that that is really there. Okay, so how would you go about changing that if you, you know, looking back and going forward, how would you change that mistake? Because that's you know changing what? a personality, surely. Is it? I mean, I don't know if it's changing a personality. I think it, I think it's changing the way that you, that you approach things. I, I think that, I think it's a fine line. I think that you can change personalities, you can change the way that you approach things, but here's the thing. You really can't change personalities, and if you have to change your personality to be with someone, then you shouldn't be with that person. I mean, that's that's just it. I mean, I, I mean, girls that I've dated in the past that you know personalities didn't mesh with me, and and I, and I could see that they certainly weren't girls that I that I tried to date further and I tried to progress the relationship. I knew that it wasn't going to be a, it wasn't going to be a match. But for the ones that are a match, for the ones that you know, that are worth the, the effort and, and going through. Yeah, it, you know what? I don't think it's changing personalities. I think it's just trying to be assertive. It's trying to see what the other person wants, see how you can, you know, make the each other happier. I mean, that's the reason that people get into a relationship, right? I mean, that's the whole thing, is that you enter in a relationship to make, the, um, to make someone else happier, and that person makes you happier. That's it. That's the whole thing. Sex is great. Everything else is great. But the intimacy, the knowing when you close your eyes that that's the person that you want to be with 40, 50 years down the road, if you can envision that, well, then, yeah, then that's, then that's the reason why you're in the relationship. So I think that to avoid those mistakes, I think it really gets down to a couple of things. And I think a big one is, is being with the right person. And I think that you can avoid a lot of those common mistakes. Like you had someone that emailed you said, how do I stop arguing with, with this person? You know what? I think you hit it on the head. I wouldn't be with that person. If I was dating someone and all I wanted to do was complain about them, why am I in that relationship? That's insane. That's madness. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship with someone to argue. I want to be in a relationship with someone that I want to have fun with and, and, and have some spontaneity and, and, and do things off the cuff and, you know, and have fun with. And, and, and those are the, the things that I want. So... Yeah, and, and and hopefully that's the you know what the person that I'm dating with wants. I mean that's the that, that's the whole goal here, right? The whole thing is, who do you want to live the rest of your life with? I mean that's the that's the end result. Unless again, unless you're just tindering, and then that's a whole different subject, right? Then it doesn't matter what kind of mistakes you make. But yeah, that's that that's that's the way that I would go about that. Okay, all right then. Uh, do you have anything to add to? To Joe, I mean Joe always has such fabulous advice for us. All the time, and I always appreciate, um, I appreciate everything that Joe has to give us. And we should all try to practice what Joe is preaching right now. I know we've heard it and, you know, we've been in these situations and we should try to, you know, try to focus and, and do a lot of the things that everyone has called and, and said and, and the things that Hannah and said. I mean, this is all such great advice and great information and I think it's really important, you know, and I think, uh, I think it's great for us just to take a second and and think about our partner. Maybe like reverse the roles and you know remove ourselves and just think about the partner. If you think about things or or think about yourself as a partner, think about things that you'd want to see and hear and do and get and and things you would that would make you happy. You know, how about how about if we just did that for a second? It it kind of could make our job a lot easier. What do you guys think? 
I mean, I think, it, I mean, yeah, it, it would be able to make it easier, but it also puts you in a position where, where if you're, <laughs> it's a weird position to be in. It really is. I mean, you're thinking about how that other person's going to react to yourself. You know, you, you might, you might find things about yourself you don't like, and it might turn you off to the relationship too. I mean, I, I mean, it, it sometimes could go into an ugly place. But yeah, I think I think that's true. I think that that's mostly true. I think that you always have to consider other people's feelings and inside of a relationship. And I think it doesn't work unless you do do that. So yeah, it, it, it has to be. It, both people have to put 100 percent effort in. Because if the effort is not there, if one person is putting in more effort than the other person in a relationship, it will not be a successful relationship. That's it. It's very, very simple. I mean, the, the relationships that you see, that, the, that are the ones that last, that test the time through thick and thin, are the ones that have an equal amount of effort from both people. That's it. I completely agree. It's definitely something that needs to be equal. And I think that's when any of the, you know, multiple mistakes out there happen is when you start looking at the person that you're with as someone that is lesser or even greater than yourself. Um, I don't know if you guys agree with that, but sort of if you're looking at someone you don't deserve to be in that relationship or you feel that, you know, you're better than that person, whether it be financially, emotionally or physically, like it, you're, you're going to start somehow making a mistake somewhere you're going to feel like you shouldn't you don't need to bother appreciating asking about their day because your job is so much more worth than theirs or you don't need to bother sort of like taking anything home for that person because well they've already got everything they need because they're getting it for themselves it's it is a case of you have to look at each other equally whether you are equal or not you have to look at each other equally yeah, I you know what I agree with that. I do. I, I can't. I can't even counter that. It has. It has to work that way. And and if it doesn't, it doesn't mean you can't have fun. And, and you have to. I mean, it doesn't mean that you can't have fun with you know with each other and tease them. And, and that has to be part of it. Because if that's not, then the, then then a relationship's going to get stale and it's going to get boring. And you have to have fun with the other person. But at the end of the day, you have to look at each other as equals, and you have to have the same amount of effort going in. That's it, man. I think I think that's a huge key to any successful relationship. And, and and as long as you do that and you make the other person feel important, if you're their cheerleader, then then you um, then you're gonna be happy for a very long time. Great advice, Joe. You once again you smash it out of the park. Um, oh, you know how much I like to smash. Hey, you girls have a great day. It was nice <laughs> meeting you. Thank you so much, and um, for. for for those of you that um, need the number, it's one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight, or you can email us at it's tifflittle at gmail dot com. We're gonna take a commercial break and be right back. You're listening to Tiff's Logic on Talk Zone with your host, Tiffany Little. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're back. And during the commercial break, Hannah actually brought up a really good point. And she said another another common mistake that she sees a lot is not spending time focusing on your partner. And I I really I wanted to elaborate. So Hannah, tell us what you mean. I mean, we've kind of covered it sort of briefly looking at other mistakes, but it's the taking the time to, I, I, 
one couple that I know quite well, they actually have date night. Every week they go on a date night and it just seems to work. They have kids. The kids get left with a babysitter. They have an adult conversation, which we all know when you have children, all of a sudden it becomes about the children. You only talk about them or you're only talking to them. So it's once a week. They have dedicated time where they sit down, look at each other. There's no other sort of iPads, phones, TVs, anything else distracting them and certainly no children distracting them. They can focus on each other and kind of it brings it back to we're in this together. We're in this sort of relationship and the reason you're in this relationship in the first place and they're sort of focused on each other. And unfortunately, it's something we don't do anymore. Everyone's lives are far too busy. You get home from work and everyone turns on the devices, laptops and things, kids coming in and out or you're running around trying to make dinner or you're getting in very, very late from work and kids are already in bed and you're exhausted and you need dinner. And we just don't stop, sit down and actually look at our partner and, you know, A, appreciate what they have done all day, whether it be work, whether it be look after the kids, whether it be do chores and errands and jobs around the house. And B, we don't actually sort of spend time appreciating them, both sort of complimenting them, looking at them and just reveling in why we're there in the first place. So, yeah, I think we don't do it enough. And yeah. No, and I I agree uh, that that happens in a lot of relationships. And I think that's a very that's a very fair statement, you know, just. That's a lot of the root of a lot of the issues, you know, in relationships. People feel devalued or unappreciated and all those things go hand in hand, you know, and it really could cause some serious issues when one person is is feeling, you know, a type of way from that behavior, you know, and it's hard to... You know, once you've done that and, and been in a routine for so long, a lot of times it's hard to get back to that place where you appreciate and respect each other or focus on each other, you know, but it's something you, you, we really, really should try to keep and, and, and not lose because once, once you lose that thing and, and you're not focusing on each other or, you know, one or the other, then things just aren't good, you know, and you, it's almost like you don't even know the person at a certain point, you know? So I think that that was a great point And, um, I'm, I'm really glad that, that you, you brought it up. Another email we had was pertaining to boundaries in, in a relationship. And they think a common mistake being made in relationships is placing boundaries, um, in, in long-term relationships. So I'm not really sure how I feel about that. I, I agree. I don't think there should be boundaries in a long-term relationship. You know, we, we set them when we're new and are we together? Aren't we together? Um, you know, what kind of relationship is this? But I don't really think in a serious long-term relationship that there, there should be boundaries. I mean, you know, what, what boundaries do you need to place? And, you know, I, I don't know. How do you feel, Hannah? I think it depends. The email can be read a couple of different ways and sort of the boundaries they're talking about. Is it that they're wondering sort of whether the man can go out with his buddies and things like that? And I completely agree. You shouldn't be saying whether they go out, whether they hang out, whether they, you know, spend a day with their friends rather than with you. I, I mean, yeah. 
realistically, if they've got a free weekend, they're going to want to spend some time with their friends. But if everything's good, they're going to want to be looking forward to coming home with you. And as much as spending time with someone, as much as spending time and focusing on your partner is a good, actually being away from your partner to actually be able to miss them is also very, very good. So, no, I think placing boundaries, uh, you're going down the wrong path there, completely sort of stating whether they can or cannot do something. And uh, you're not their mother or you're not their father, you know, it's sort of... You're, it goes back to the equals thing again. It's, you know, why, why should we be setting rules on each other? We're humans and love one another. You shouldn't be setting rules, no. Uh, and, and we're all adults. You know, we're adults. And when someone tells you, like, you can and can't do something or, you know, you can't go here and can't do this, I mean, we want to do them. It makes us want to do them more. So, and again, really good point with, you know, be away from your partner to miss them. Um, but you guys need to have identities outside of each other. So you absolutely should be hanging out with friends and, you know, going out or in, yes, spend time together for sure. But you need to be able to do things outside. So I think, um, placing boundaries or telling someone what they can and can't do is a terrible idea. I do not practice it. I don't think others should either. Uh, when it, when it's, like related to issues that are only going to help them, you know, like, okay, don't go out and drink this much because you get sick. Okay. That's understandable. But just, just telling them, you know what, you, you can't go hang out with the boys this weekend or you, I think that people need that. I think that we all need a chance to get away and go have fun with our friends and, you know, go and, and do things besides your, you know, your significant other. I think it's really unhealthy when people don't have that time away. And I think when we have children and when we're married, I think the whole time that we we should try to remember that and live and hang out with people outside of your relationship because you need to have your own identity. So um, I think those were all some really, really good points that we that we covered today. Thank you so much to the lovely Miss Hannah for co-hosting with us today. And anything you want to say to wrap us up, Hannah? It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on your show. Um, mistakes, we all make them. Just remember that and forgive each other when we do, I suppose. <laughs> yes, to a certain extent, forgive, honey, because, you know, some, some, stuff, <laughs> some stuff we might not be able to, might not be able to forgive and and overlook. But thank you so much, Miss Hannah, and thank you to our callers and thank you to everyone who emailed. I'm sorry I didn't get to everyone today, but I will definitely read them and always feel free. It's tifflittle at gmail.com. I read them all week long and I look forward to seeing you guys next week.